Hi everyone. Here I am with my little cat turd cat. Can you guys hear me well? Because I'm on my headset. Hey. So I didn't get much sleep yesterday. Um, I'm currently sitting at home. Um, pretty much waiting for my groceries to be delivered while this little kitty will not leave me alone. Look at her eyes. She has one blue eye and one green eye. <laughs> so, um, today we filed a response in my Supreme Court case. Um, this, you know, with all the wine, right? I should be an alcoholic. Thank you for the wine, by the way. Like I say, you guys have completely every almost everything in my apartment is from all of you. So, um, thank you. Um, let's see, where am I at? So I had the filing today. Um, it was extremely, um, stressful on the fact that, there we go. My cat will not leave me alone. And as you can see, I have a suitcase like right there. Still with clothes. So we filed the response. And I want you guys to understand that, you know, this is extremely streamlined and it's not just to, you know, um, talk about matters that a lot of people assume it will be discussing. Um, it is discussing equal protections and the ability for us citizens to count the actual votes. Because what I noticed was I I sat, and I, I kid you not, I went to bed at like 4 a.m. rereading and rereading. I had made a couple comments on the document for the team of attorneys that are incredible. When I tell you incredible, we're talking not just my attorneys, but attorneys for other very big figures where we were looking at it and in in what was responded, I found even more problems with our elections. So um, it's evident that the screen just keeps moving. It's evident that um, <clears throat> they don't even count the votes. They count the ballots, meaning the papers. So it was really weird. Um, the response also said that, oh, the state of Ohio can't do hand ballot counts. And it's like, but Georgia did in under 10 days. And then they took a law that says you have to start, look, she won't leave me alone. She's really old. She's Biscuit's friend. Um, they, um, they claim that people can't, um, how's this working? There we go. They claim that people can't, um, count the balance in time and by hand, right? You can't. And that um, we need machines no matter what. But the machines only count the ballots, right? not the actual votes. Um, in their response, it actually shows that, like, the Secretary of State has no idea how these machines work. And I was, like, shocked. Like, how does the guy that runs, literally runs our elections, right, literally runs them, 
not have any idea how they work or says things that <laughs> don't make sense. You know, I asked to see how the machine counts, right? I want to know that when the ballot goes in and it gets scanned, that the votes are counted, not the ballot paper, right? Not the ballot, not the ballot paper, but the actual votes, right? So, okay, I just have to show you this one second. Sorry for the distraction. I got this in the mail. Cookies from Texas. We're not talking any cookies. Like, who made these? Thank you. Well, actually, I know who made these. They're on my fridge. Amazing people made these. Just amazing people made these. So thank you, ladies. Thank you. Um, phone went off. Thank you, Texas. And I got your stickers. Thank you. Just thank you. Thank you. It's a good thing I have cookies because apparently lately, I, I don't know. I mean, my liver is supposed to be doing a little bit better, but something weird's happening with my glucose. It's um, getting really low, which means, you know, contrary to popular belief, they believe that anyone that's fat overeats, which is not true. Um, so it's been really hard to regulate my glucose, and I'm not diabetic. I'm actually hypoglycemic. So my pancreas are creating too much. Ins my pancreas is creating too much insulin. So hopefully that'll regulate. I, I believe that maybe that was exasperated because I had that infection, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see, right? So anyway, I digressed. Going back. Um, so I asked the court to provide me the right that the law affords me to inspect the votes, the counting of the votes, to inspect, meaning that I see that one vote equals another vote because we have email chains, right, and discussions, and I couldn't provide that into evidence in this kind of case, right, because this is law that I'm arguing, not the evidence. This isn't an evidentiary hearing where you throw evidence and you bring specialists and it's not a federal court. This is the Supreme Court and I'm going by, you know, constitution, you know, an actual federal and state laws that should be upheld, right? These are the simplest arguments, almost like how I said in November of 2020 that other than showing evidentiary, we should have stuck to the certification, which is the law and, you know, everyone ignored it. So in this case, not only did I, did I understand this correctly, but it seems that everyone that's on the board for, um, board of election examiners voting, uh, what is a BVME board of voting examiners, whatever, whatever guys, none of these people have any idea how the machines work because in his response, he was like, she can't see the source code. She can't see this. And I asked for specific code, the tabulating code. So it felt like they were trying to either obstruct justice or all of them are just stupid and don't understand what I asked for. It seems like they just assume <clears throat> things. Almost like I was reading minutes 
from the board of elections people that think that they're smart, like this FedEx guy. That was the most insane part. Like, why would the attorney general get an affidavit from a paper pusher, right? Affidavit means you have personal knowledge of things. The guy literally had personal knowledge of, hey, this is what the election manual says. I kid you not. And then he attested that they hold strict guidelines to access to the ballots and the machines. And it's like, your logs say that's false. So you lied. And your credentials say you're a paper pusher. You're not anywhere qualified to talk about software. He probably types with one freaking finger. And it's like, it was the most ridiculous clown show of a filing. And I'm like, is the attorney general doing this on purpose to throw him under the bus? Or do they just assume that the Supreme Court justices are just that stupid? Because I think I was very specific on, I want to see the actual counting of the votes, right? And so as we were looking into it, I realized that there are right now, and that's something that I couldn't put in evidence right now, and I'm going to wait till this weekend to tap my lawyers again who've been burning at both ends, but I actually discovered that according to the EAC, according to the HAVA Act, uh, in the state of Ohio, there are 88 counties. There are about 32 that are currently operating with non-certified machines, meaning that the certification was bootlegged because there were steps that weren't conducted and specifically that of the update of the source code. And I have the evidence that that, that was all on the EAC side anyway. And I was like, damn. So now they're conducting elections in 2022 with not with, uh, I think it's about 30 counties. I'm going to say 30 plus or minus, you know, a couple that do not have certified machines. And they're not actually technically certified according to the guidelines. And I have to thank almost every single, because we had people from all time zones chiming in, because this is one of the most important things. You know, your first amendment is determined to be, right, is, 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 is uh, alleged to be your ability to say what you want. But if you actually look at the Constitution, it doesn't clearly state that your vote is a protected right, even though the Supreme Court and Congress have said it's a fundamental right. It's not written into the Constitution because back when the Constitution was written, only citizens of the United States, which is now being questioned again, were able to vote and only those that were qualified to vote. Remember, women weren't allowed to vote. I don't think they weren't allowed. I think that it wasn't common practice, right? Because we kind of keep saying things, but I'm pretty sure some women voted. Like the woman that took the Declaration of Independence to the printers to print when the ink was still wet, they conspired. That woman definitely voted. So, um... What's fascinating is, is that this is a fundamental right. And he argued that I had no fundamental right to vote nor run. And this is also baked into the way the process is for the elections, you know, at, um, at the counties, right? Because apparently, um, if you want to go into the warehouse where the election machines are and the ballots, it's only Democrat and Republican that can go, 
So if you're not a Democrat or Republican, you have no right to access that. And here's another thing. Their affiant, who's like a specialist, said, oh, well, there's another nine independent for statewide races. And it's like, no, they're write-ins. I'm different. I'm actually on the ballot. So I, I see that, you know, the, the, the deflection and the wordsmithing is huge. And I, I just couldn't believe that they would file something like that in court, asserting, oh, she needs to, within like a few days, contact 800 people to see if any of them will allow her and then will approve. These people have already checked. They've already done the logic and accuracy test. I had no right to have anyone independent in there. This is unacceptable. So um, this is key, you know, for people to see because Considering the outcome of the Ohio Supreme Court is how we will proceed. Uh, regardless, we will proceed. And having said that, you know, I'm hoping that my attorney, uh, right after all of this is done, uh, is able to file the appeal to the Sixth Circuit. And I'll talk about that quickly. So as you guys know, back in 2021, I filed a lawsuit in federal court. And, and so did many others, tons of others across the nation. And that was awesome because that could be used to be demonstrated just how reluctant the courts are to acknowledge the rights of parents, right? And if you remember, all of you that filed them pro se in all the states, every single one of you at some point, I will ask for your case number as an exhibit, but to show the Sixth Circuit just how, you know, many people have attempted to have a say in their parent, in their children's health choices and were disabled because they needed to have an attorney. So there's two things that are going to be discussed here. One is going to be the discussion of me being able to represent my child, considering the Sixth Circuit says that I do have that right that every parent has that right. It will be kicked back down to federal court where the discussion now lies. So I win that for everyone. So that way people that don't have money can actually represent their children. Then I go back into court in Ohio where we actually have state laws included that say that um, bottom line is, you know, we already have a law and you cannot force anyone to comply and force them to participate in a healthcare program. And therefore the CDC can kiss our butt. Because if you guys noticed a couple of days ago, I said, Oh, I didn't elect anyone in the CDC. Right. I, and they have, and, and they're not going to be acknowledged as secretary of state. I'm not taking orders from a company, right. That was created. That also has a, get this, a parallel nonprofit that Congress has. There's two CDCs. You should dig into that. Because like I said, NGO, private nonprofits, whatever nonprofits, you need to see the second CDC. Everybody keeps talking about the first one. No one's looking at the second one. So the CDC has no authority no authority over the citizens of the United States. They're simply an organization that compiles data and provides recommendation. The problem that we have is that we have corporations within our school systems and public interests like Pfizer that fund your, you know, 
those that are on the ballot are funded by Pfizer, which are going to bring home exactly what they want. They want to make money. They're funded by Pfizer. Most of them have stock in their portfolios of Pfizer. So I am telling you, right, these elections are really important. Uh, whether they stop them or not, you need to get out and vote on the day, not early, on the day. Because when you early vote, you give them enough data so they can calculate, right? But it's important. It, it is very important that you go in person. It is very important that um, you vote on the day and not early, right? But it's also exclusively important that you make your choices correctly. I urge every single one of you to take a look at the candidates that you are selecting on your ballot. Always. If your gut isn't into it, don't do it. You know, there's a saying that says, um, show me who your friends are and I'll tell you who you are. Well, show me who your donors are. I'll tell you who you really represent. I urge you for those that are in your, your, your local communities, take a look at their filings. Every single one of them has to file their um, financials. That's campaign law. Take a look and see who has funded them. When you see that there's big corporations, I mean, we're not talking about Farmer Joe in your county, you know, that has a big restaurant and can afford to drop, you know, two, three thousand on a candidate, right? We're talking like corporations. Because like I said, <clears throat> I've actually received checks from companies. In fact, I think it was one pharmaceutical company. I'm, I, I don't remember. doesn't matter. I threw it out. It's as if I didn't get it. Um, we don't need that because that's how they buy you, right? That's how they own you. And the minute you take money from a company, your interests are there, right? That's where you show your interest. And that's why I was, um, I remember that a couple years ago when a company got in touch with me and they were like, Hey, your podcasts have, you know, a lot of downloads a day. Um, and I, for some reason they sell them short probably cause I'm conservative and a big mouth, but, um, they offered me, you know, money for this and money for that. And I thought your sponsors is great because I should monetize my content. Right. But on the other hand, I don't want to be owned by it. So I was, I just was like, now nah, just give me like the pennies on the dollar. Um, and just put bumper ads just to maintain my platform. So basically that maintains one of the platforms that I host all my podcasts on is from like bumpers that they choose and they're random. Cause I don't, I don't want, you know, kind of like how YouTube superimposes their own ads, kind of like that. Because it, it is a thing of principle. Yeah. Um, you know, you can't say one thing and do another, right? Your actions actually define you. And when you say things, right. And you're doing something else, it's wrong. Kind of like, you know, journalism. Journalism is, I guess, what an analyst would do in the intelligence community. Put together a report and advise, right, and, and get all the information. But um, lately, there's a lot of people calling themselves journalists because they think that covers them for actual criminal behavior. And that's not the case. Um in fact, there were a lot of people that have been, uh, there are a lot of people 
that you had probably seen a couple years ago that were online, running their mouths, right? And they got arrested. You know, what was that guy that, shoot, I'm trying to remember what that guy's name was. Oh, it escapes me. But tomorrow I was hoping to have a show in the morning. Today I was going to have a show with um, a very, a person that I have high esteem for. He's been in the shadows for a very long time. Just so you think, you know, remember the TWA flight, Pan Am flight? We're talking that that deep in the game from back then. Uh, But today I had this lawsuit and we were kind of just going all in. I was like, can we just call them out? I was like telling the lawyer, we should just call them out that they brought this idiot paper pusher who can't even, you know, types with one finger to come here and explain science. And it was the biggest farce, right? Anyway, so as we were putting that together, because we had a file before 4 p.m., I was hoping uh, that I would have had that show with him, and I didn't. And tomorrow, um, my campaign manager um, is putting together, I think, um, you know, to go into some place to get something done for the campaign. Now, um, uh, I'm super busy. I don't know if I can, I, I want to do a show tomorrow if I can, because I think it's important to do it. It might be late. But I miss just, I know there's so many people seeking to find out, like, what's happening, what's going on, right? Oh, my gosh, I'm so tired. I haven't slept. I probably look so, so tired. Um, so there's a lot of people kind of really concerned as to what's going on with all these, you know, mandates and um, uh weird reportings and bills that are coming out, right? And I get it. I totally get it. And I, and I want to just let you guys know how all this is happening. You know, we're seeing um, CNN starting to drop some serious truth, right? They're dropping some serious truth lately. Like, and they can't stop it. And then you're thinking, well, they're going to indict President Trump. <coughs> Probably. Most likely, definitely. But that's what they do. That's what demons do. They obsess over the people that destroy whatever they have to say. They literally obsess, literally obsess. And this is what we have seen for almost over six years, an obsession with President Trump, right? They they were just obsessed. Like, how dare you think that he can talk about our shit how dare he think that he is allowed to even utter truth how dare you point it out right that's that is obsession right where there's people that literally came out oh he raped me and it's like and then they say rape is sexy like what the fuck you watch it and you're just like this is this indeed is pure insanity. Like this cannot be a real thing. These people are are crazy, right? They're making zero sense. They they double speak too. They say things like, I love my country and I just want the truth out. You know how 
Anderson Cooper does that. That's what demons do. Demons do that. They claim that they're doing something, but they're like, ah, you know, they, they hear your voice and they can't stand it. It's like nails on the chalkboard. Why? Because that is how evil responds to things it cannot compete with. Right? This is why Trump derangement syndrome, TDS, exists. And it's real. It happens more than you know. It was almost, you know, I was watching uh, the trailer of Chosen. And I was like, damn, are these people like tapping into the heartbeat of the world of how things are right now? Right? They're literally tapping into it. Like this is the state of our society as a whole, right? As a whole. And you just have to wonder, like, damn, damn, that's how demonic these people are. So anyway, before I disconnect, give myself some water and I'll see if there are any questions. The, the lights are glaring on my glass, so I take them out, so I'll probably like, look like this to read. Thanks. I, the t-shirt was a present and thank you to the person who gave it to me. <laughs> my hair is like totally finger combed today. So, okay. What's the next process in my case? Great question. Mm. So now the Supreme court has to decide. There are two things that I put before them. Uh, the first thing that I put before them is, hey, I'm an independent. That doesn't mean I'm a second-rate candidate. I should have the same, you know, opportunities as other people on the ballot, right? I'm not a write-in. I'm an independent on the ballot. There's a big difference, clear big difference, right? I am literally on the ballot. And actually, I'm the first independent to make statewide ballot. That's a woman and a minority. Like, duh. But um, so... That decision is going to be really, really quick because yesterday the secretary of state responded and I only had till today at 4 p.m. to file my response. So we might even have a decision tomorrow. I don't think they will because they have to be very careful because regardless of how they rule, I'm still taking it over to the next step. So the first part is I should be treated the same and what he's doing is unconstitutional by treating me separately, right? Uh, very different. I'm not allowed, like even on their logs for access to the warehouse, independents are not allowed unless you're part of a party. And then you have to think, why are the Democrats and Republicans a protected class of candidates, but nobody else is? Very good question. So that's number one. Number two is I'm afforded the right to see the counting of the votes. I can't see the counting of the votes. And so now, hopefully, um, we've made it as crystal clear that, you know, either Frank LaRose doesn't know what the fuck these machines do or how they operate, which is true, because I'm actually qualified to speak on that. Or he did that on purpose to obfuscate, saying, oh, we need the federal government to give us, you know, help because we don't know. So we're just supposed to trust the federal government. Get out of here. So that's what we're waiting for. So we're going to see how it comes in. Um, um, no, it's not from a fridge. Actually, I fill up these things. Hold on. I have a delivery service. Do I have one here? 
I have one here. Let me see. I have to turn on the light, though. I'm a light Nazi at home. So you see these? So those get filled up. That's like the hand thing. That's my cat water. So those get filled up and used. I have um, spring water as well. So, oh, and then I put it in this thing that I think I pay like $50 a year for. Gives me hot. Oh, and it does carry too. Hot water and cold water. So then I just put it there. There's some questions that I'm purposely ignoring. Not because they're not good questions, but it's not the forum to discuss it. Okay, so we can't overcome cheating on November 8th. But we can bring it to the point where there will be formidable cause for audits. And that's by turning up to the polls on November 8th. Yeah. Thank you. Every state is corrupt. It's not just California. California, you just have... Man, someone shared that. Was it the Simpsons or Family Guy that called CAA the clown agency? Right? Isn't that cool? That's pretty cool. I have a lot of packages. I've had Phoebe open the majority of them. So... Um, and I have like a billion, like, thank you things that I'm writing. Dude, I'm so behind. It's like from 2021. Um, there it is. Someone sent me a candle. It's called white amber. It doesn't smell so, the throw's not hard, like hard. I'm Yeah, I was supposed to get my braces off <laughs> um, when I had my ear infection. And I couldn't go because I was with a fever. So I'm waiting to book that. Um, oh, my gosh. You know, there's like, there was this candle... <clears throat> that I had found um, at Anthropology, um, I think that's what it's called, where it has like really expensive clothes and it's like, why? Um, but um, they had like a clearance section and they had some candles and there was one called Green Market. I, I can't get over the smell. It reminded me of my grandma when I was a kid out in the market, somewhere in the sticks of some village in Greece, it was so awesome. So, so just so you guys know, um, so tomorrow I'm going to try to do a show probably later. Cause I also have to pick up Phoebe's birthday present. She turned 17. Like where does the time go? Right. And so on Saturday, I'll probably just share some pictures. It'll just be like family, um, you know, like Millie and Gavin and some people from church we're just going to sit down and have a dinner pretty quietly because um, uh, Phoebe already told me what she wanted for her birthday. And I was kind of like, mm. but um, she actually texted me yesterday and she was like, oh, mom, I know what I want for my birthday. I already know what she wants is like a to do. But she actually said she booked an appointment on Saturday after her basketball practice for me to take her so she could sign up for the armed forces 
Right? She's like, that's what I want you to do for me, uh, uh, you know, um, on my birthday. And I'm like, okay. Um, I mean, okay. And, um, you know, it's like, what branch? She's like, well, at the office there, they have all of them. I, you know, I'm thinking Marine Corps, maybe Space Force. They're all there. And it's like, really? That's what Hera did. Well, she did it on her name day. She took her oath on her name day. But, um, you know, that's what the little froggy told me. And I'm like, okay, you know, I don't say, I can't tell them what to, well, I can tell her what to do technically until she's 18. But just like all of you, I'm like, is that a good idea? But even if she signs up now, she can't do anything until she's like, done with high school. Yes, Isabel. How can I help you? So, um, I was kind of like, whoa. Hold on. This one doesn't like to be pet, right? She doesn't like people, right? But lately she's been needy. And I think my theory is, is that cats, um, are not, um, what is it? Um, they're not affectionate when they're cats that aren't affectionate when they're younger are when they're older. Cause this one won't leave me alone anymore. Right. She's like, and she's broken. Cause I think she dribbles when she likes things. So she's like the cat that no one knew we had. Like I remember Carla, you know, Lieutenant Carla Weiss, whenever she would come over, I'd be like, Oh, just watch out. So the cat doesn't, she's like, biscuits right here. I'm like, no, his friend. She's like, what? You know, she's like the cat that doesn't exist because she like hides in nowhere. But for the past like year, you know, um, she's just been just cuddly and stuff. And I don't know how to respond to that because I'm not a very affectionate person, um, I guess. Because now, you know, both of my cats, Biscuit started doing that too. Like, you know, <clears throat> he's the one that if you come over to my place and you pet my cat and he lets you pet him, I actually get jealous. I know it sounds really, really bad, but if someone pets my cat and he likes it, I get jealous. I, you know, yeah, I get jealous. So if like, if my cat, I'm jealous, you know? So I'm like super jealous. Like, I'm not joking. Like, I know it's so bad, but I just, I'm like, no, that's my cat. So yeah, there you go. That's so 2020. That's what I wanted to say too. So, oh, Caitlyn Jenner. No. Oh my God. Yeah. Caitlyn Jenner. That's what I'm saying. Biscuit doesn't need that surgery yet. He's been lucky so far, right? Because then he gets a cat vagina and he has to get gender surgery if he doesn't stick to eating the, 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 the specific diet. And I get him cat water too. Um, not all the time. Right. But there's like a, because it's, it's, it's a lot of money. So I only get like, um, two big bottles, um, every two months. So I use a bottle every month. Um, so for the two, for like a week and a half, cause that's how much it lasts. It's like a high pH. Um, uh, I mean an acidic pH, so it keeps it down so they don't get stir bites. And I order that off Amazon. So it's specific cat water. Yeah, it's actually called cat water. Like I kid you not. They have that. So.
So um, I do that when I want to give him stuff like high protein food rather than the um, prescription type, you know, urinary cat food. Um, Because, you know, you get tired of eating the same food. So my cats aren't the type that want the same food all the time. They like to be changed up. So I'll sometimes get him that tiki cat, high protein, which is like 48%. Um, protein that makes the, the, the urine more acidic so he doesn't get stervites. <clears throat> but because it doesn't have like that prescription stuff, that's when I give the cat water. Um, I also, um, you know, make sure they have water. Fucking all the fountains keep failing. And you know, I just realized they drink a lot of water, both these cats together. Um, Speaking of pussies, no, I won't. I'll keep that to myself. But, um, oh, I want to say Carla, my friend, Lieutenant, she got herself a brand new cat. And it's a main coon. And I always said that when, you know, after my cat passes away, if, if, if I'm alive, that's my next kitty. I want a giant cat. If I could do a mini lion, don't they have like donkey lions, you know? miniature cats I you know Maine Coons are smart you know and I was like considering that um you know Phoebe will probably be in college or whatever at that time um you know I'll have Nix and her cat I could probably you know get a big pussy to put both of them in check I don't know I hear Maine Coons are amazing oh look Catlin Jenner (laughs) um yeah, mine are both old, you know. Biscuit's like 15. He's not a baby. Um, Isabel's like, a, she's 11. So, anyway, so that's about it. I'm going to try to do a show tomorrow, but I have campaign stuff where I'm like, I have to be somewhere at 9 a.m., so that means I need to be up way earlier than that, get a couple coffees inside, so I'm not going there like this, right? And um, and then once I um, get um, back, uh, I could see to do a show. So I just want to give an update and say hey while I wait for my groceries. Because <laughs> um, I have like literally no food. It, like I have food. But it, it's like food that I either, one, have to defrost, right? Or two, it's like pasta and rice and I wanted some fruit so I got some fruit and milk and eggs um some yogurt and it also got a slice of pear pie shit who loves pears that's like my favorite thing to eat I think well no not the same but I love pears so I got one slice of pear pie so I'm like that's going in this, but like fast. Um, and I ordered like two or three pears. I just fancied some fruit. Fruit. So waiting for that. And then I'm probably going to sit down and look at case law for the Sixth Circuit case, you know, so that way I can kind of, hey, so are we doing this? Here's all the work <laughs> that I've done. <laughs> So I have amazing attorneys. They're incredible. Um, 
they protect my interests, you know, kind of like, you know, when I put things on Rumble, I authorize Rumble to use it as they wish. But nobody can take my stuff that is protected intellectual property that I have a trademark on and use it and claim fair use on a platform I don't have an agreement with. And that is key. And not only that, um, when you're when your content is verified content and other people are making money off your content, you're entitled that money. So I have really good attorneys that are protecting at least in, in the sense of um, intellectual property from people to be using my things. I mean, there's, there's like this one person who for a year has just been obsessed. Like I live rent free in a group of people's heads. So rent free that all they do is stalk my shit and then they take all my content and then make content about my content. And it's like, so they would be broke without me. So they owe me money. You see, you use the right arguments and suddenly demons have nowhere to go. Oh, we know who that is. So I have a lot of great attorneys and they're pretty incredible. I am so grateful. And so, um, you know, like I told Patrick yesterday, you know, you remember that? Who used to do that thing? What would Jesus do? I think all of us should be a little bit more Christ-like. But, um, and sometimes it's hard. Like, how do you forgive people that cause you pain, right? Because I'm struggling with one specific individual to forgive. And it's like, yep. I mean, everybody else I have, even my haters, because all of them self-destruct, every single one of them. They're the ones that just totally self-destruct. If everything you do is based on hate, envy, and evil, you end up putting out. You get back what you put out. It's That's the way it is. Ask and you shall receive. You're asking for it, so you'll be receiving it. But, you know, I've, you know, lately been trying to um, find a way to forgive, and I can't. Especially when I was like, you know, that specific individual, I would have killed, like, literally. I said that on the cop camp, too. It was like, if you don't take this person away, I'm going to kill him. And you're going to be collecting me. So, um, I'm finding it really hard. So, here's where my predicament is. I want to forgive, but I don't want to forgive. And then I feel sorry, but I don't feel sorry. Does that make sense? So, um, I've been processing that for... Wow, but lately, these past couple days, I guess because I'm sick, you know, not feeling all together, you know, feeling a little bit uh, not on point. I've just been thinking about it more. So for all of you, now that the holidays are coming, I think it's important that all of us try to find a way to embrace, you know, some compassion and maybe hug Trumpy bears. And, um, right? Isn't he amazing? Like, seriously, though. And 
in our heart for people. Um, so, um, well, I'm like all of you, I still struggle, right? We're all here undergoing this um, earthly contract for various reasons and to learn. Yeah, this is like the best ever. Like, oh my gosh. And the quality is amazing. Like, I remember when I first saw that commercial, I was like, is that for real? Or did they just make a bear called the Trumpy Bear? <laughs> and someone reminded me of it um, a while back. And that that friend of mine where we were having the discussion, actually, she's my one of my very closest people, was like, girl, here's your own Trumpy Bear. I was like, get out of here. Right? Like, I was like, I thought that it was like a prank. Like, only, have you ever seen the commercial for FarmersOnly.com? Okay. Full disclosure here. I was probably high. My children were away for the week um, with family. I was on the West Coast. I was by myself, just me and the puppies. That's the time that mom is no longer mom. Tori gets to enjoy herself. So here I am at night watching television and this commercial comes up with farmers and it's farmersonly.com. I literally thought that was a joke. That was a real thing too. And <laughs> that's how I felt about Trumpy Bear. I was like, stop. Like, who did this? Like, <laughs> right? So, um, you know, sometimes the wildest, you know, um, provocative and are you, is that real kind of, you know, those things that make it go, is that really a thing? Right. Um, sometimes those are the best outcomes. And why do I say this? I, um, found out from a friend of a friend you know, well, actually, I got invited to a wedding that probably can't go to because, like I said, you know, I leave U.S. borders. I get snagged for espionage. I don't think people understand, you know, for me, whistleblowing, what it has cost me, right? And I was like, yeah, that's a foreign nation. I can't go, right? But guess where they met? On FarmersOnly.com. <laughs> and I was like, damn. Anyway, um... On that note, guys, I want to wish you a fantastic evening. Um, you know, for Christmas, if you guys are thinking of getting someone a Trumpy Bear, I kid you not, they're amazing. And it's nice and soft. Um, I don't I don't have a promo code, so I'm not selling it to you. I'm just telling you, I is I'm a grown ass woman and I have this. Okay. So <laughs> so so um, tomorrow, let's see what happens. Um, it'll be very interesting. I have to get back to actually voice recording, um, for the documentary. So I'll probably do a lot of that. Oh, I have to set that up quickly. I, man, the producers, they have every right to be pissed at me. I'm like really trying. I just, I don't know. I'll try to get it done as soon as possible. Anyway, God bless everyone. Pray that that little pebble that we threw at the justices is just like the scriptures, where when you go and you go and you go and you get your answer. So um, let's all pray because 
This can bring some clarity and peace to a lot of people. I believe that every person's voice should be heard, and this little pebble might be it. We don't know. But regardless, it's a stepping stone. So God bless you, and have a great evening. Bye, guys. Thank you.